Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's Brandon Tierney and Sal Licata on WFAN The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. As badly as I wanted, BT, this to be a great season for the Mets. As badly as I'd love to come in here one day wearing that King's crown and the robe. As badly as I wanted at DH as BT is waving a white piece of paper here. <laughs> is this where we're going? We're I, surrendering? I, what? I hate to do that, but I actually understand why the Mets are operating the way that they are. And... I have to stick to what I believe in is a solid plan moving forward. I, I actually get why they're not getting a DH and why they've only had, you know, whatever now after starting out of, you know, another $5 million left. I, I don't love it, but I understand why Steve Cohen of the Mets are operating the way that they are right now this offseason. If I'm a Mets fan right now, I would be as as angry at my team, outside of the Jets, and we did a lot of Jets yesterday, obviously, on the show, as any other team in this city, because what the jet, what what the Met fan was sold, and I'm not even talking about you know, the timeline. And, and and when Stevie Cohen bought the team, and he said three to five years, I think that even though he's kind of backed off that, I respected that because the Met fan needed to be galvanized a little bit. They needed to have that oxygen sucked back into their body. They were so beaten down by the Wilpons that I thought it was a smart tactical play, and I, I believe Steve Cohen meant it. He's pivoted, okay, but to pivot to this point. Is unacceptable. The New York Mets are two weeks away from going down to Port St. Lucie with a, in my opinion, a D plus C minus starting rotation and no DH, with a massive hole at third base and questions everywhere in possibly the best division in baseball. I don't want to hear, and I don't even know if Sally, if you're implying directly this, I don't want to hear, well, the luxury tax, so Justin Turner got $13.5 million to go to Toronto, but based on the dollar-for-dollar dollar thing, whatever, it would have been 26 whatever the heck it would have been, mm-hmm. you need a stick. And this guy is hibernating. Where is Steve Cohen's flex? But don't you think that that does have something to do with it? And I heard Andy Martino on Tuesday night, I think it was on Mets Hot Stove, talking about... Just that, the luxury tax threshold member. With Cohen, they added a new tax for Steve Cohen. So he's paying whatever, like 110% for every dollar. So, yeah, it's it's not just, oh, well, this guy's $13 million. No, he's paying 110% tax on every dollar, which makes me at least be like, well, 
I can understand it because then that turns into, well, it's not 10 million or 13 million, it's 30 million or whatever it may be for a player who really, you know, it's my, forget Turner because I didn't want Turner anyway. I think Whether, you know, Martinez, whomever, whatever, Soler, yeah. you know, well, the Soler, concept of a guy right. who could hit behind well, Pete Alonso, well, well, an actual DH. professional DH. Right, a, a real DH. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, to me, it was not too much to ask. However, when you lay it out like that and you take into account their plan. Yeah, I, pl- okay, go ahead. I mean, I I just Ugh. believe me, BT. Ugh. I don't want to go into the season like Ugh. it's depressing to think about the fact that they're going to be a seventy-five win team, and if everything goes well, they'll win eighty-three games. Big whoop! Like, congrats, Stern. Hey, congrats. but at least the Saturday yeah. games and, are at four ten. Yeah, and here here's the difference Come between on. them and us, the fans. Yep, we've been wearing it for forty effing years. Yep. So for Stern, it's like, oh well, he's getting paid his millions of dollars to sit there and evaluate this team and do his job, and I don't want to hear about him being a Met fan because he's not. Okay, he's not a Met fan the way we are fans. They're not. He's the president of the team. He's deci- He's doing his job. But in this particular case, I I do think it's the right path, and I do think it would be reckless because even Soler, who I want, I think is the best of the bunch, yep. he's not going to make that much of a difference on this team. Okay, I listen. Now, I wouldn't love the optics. I wouldn't love it if Stearns and Cohen had – a fully transparent press conference. They sat up there. I don't even really know if you need Stearns. It's more. It's more about right. uh, you know Cohen. But but Stearns to give you the plan, whatever. And Cohen looks as transparently as he humanly can in the eye and the eyes of the soul, the window to the soul, in the eyes of every great meth fan, and, and tells them and levels with them. Listen, here's the financial situation. This is where we're at. This is what we're doing. That That's one thing. I don't even want to hear that from Steve Cohen. But I'd be a little bit more open to it because it's his money. You know who I don't want to hear this from? You. Yeah. You. I get it. What is wrong with you? Well, I- I'm trying to bring logic and understanding. I mean, there's a lot wrong with me. But I'm trying to bring <laughs> logic and understanding I, maybe I'm just defeated at this point. Remember how you were saying similarly where you felt like this with the Jets? Ah, who am I kidding? They're not yeah. going to win the Super Bowl. And by the way, I missed the last couple of days a whole oh, mess oh, with oh, the Jets. Oh, maybe oh, we get into that a little bit. Yeah. But maybe I'm just defeated at this particular point. I have to accept the reality. It does, And I really don't believe as much as I want a DH and as much as I know. See, they could say that they want to evaluate Mark Vientos and give him a bat. I already know Mark Vientos sucks. So Stearns can wait and see. Maybe Steve Cohen needs to see more. I already know because I've watched baseball my whole life, and I can tell you who's good who isn't. Mark Vientos isn't a good baseball player. Now, maybe he hits to to keep himself in the majors, Mm -hmm. but he's not a good baseball player, and I would never waste a roster spot, let alone a starting DH spot, on him. So I already know what he is. But I also don't believe that Solaire is going to make – that much of a difference. It would make me more excited. It's a professional bat. It makes them incrementally better on a day-to-day basis. But ultimately, what does that mean? Three to five oh, more goodness. wins? I know. I'm defeated. Well, oh, seriously, because I, oh, what moves are out there that you think is going to make this team compete with the Braves? I got, well, I got news for you. There's a couple of stars out there, and they might not be A-plus stars, but if the Mets ever went out and got you know, two or three of the following players, whether it's a Snell. I know you don't love Blake Snell. I promise you, you would rather see Blake Snell pitch more so than Quintana. Everybody but Sanga. So, you know, we can sit here and quibble about about Snell never getting to the ninth inning, never getting to the eighth inning. I, I gave a stat yesterday. His, his ERA over his final 23 starts was the best since 1968. Mm-hmm. Bob Gibson, the year before they lowered the mound. That's how dominant Blake Snell was. You don't, you don't like him? Go get Jordan Montgomery. He hasn't... We think he's going to go back to the 
Rangers. He's not there yet. Have a conversation. Pursue the guy. Beg him. Over-incentivize him with money. You're a third baseman. You need a third baseman. There's a, there's a stat. I didn't realize. And I know Chapman's a little flawed. I'm not saying he's perfect. Mm-hmm. I get that. He's not George Brad. He's not Mike Schmidt. Understood. Chapman, all right, since he entered the league in 2018, has the 10th best War. Now, we can sit here and make fun of the metrics and the analytical geeks and all this stuff. Here's what I know about Chapman. He's going to hit you 25 to 30 bombs, and he's going to pick it like a gold glover, almost like Brooks Robinson, like he's that good on defense. And he's not 37. He's, he's in his early 30s. There are moves to be made. You don't like him? I don't know. How about getting Bellinger? And finally, right. given Pete, and I'm not even the biggest Pete fan, but I will say this, Pete Alonso, can you please consent at some point to get him a bat behind him? Well, it's got to be. There's things to be done. Uh-uh. Unfortunately, it's got to be Alvarez, and I like Alvarez, but the Mets will go as their young young stars. I was going to say young core, or young star, whatever. Their young prospects go as they come up and develop, and it has to be next year. Let's just say, hypothetically, before we get to the calls here, hypothetically, the Mets listen to you, mm-hmm. and they say, you know what? Steve Cohen sits back and says, damn this luxury tax threshold. I don't give a crap. I've got billions. Yes, that's what we thought we were getting. Right, okay. And which would be incredible if he did that and and, and whatever. Let's say they get Matt Chapman. Mm-hmm. Let's say they get Cody Ballinger. Oh. Let's say they get Blake Snell. I mean, it's a 90-something win team. You can win the World Series. You see, can mess see, around. That's where we disagree the most. If they got Matt Chapman, Cody Ballinger, and Blake Snell, I still don't think they're as good as the Braves. And maybe not even the Phillies. Yeah, but you don't have to be as good as the Braves 1 through sixty one through 162. You got to be as good as them. Like the Diamondbacks, just, you know, get hot and get to the World Series and maybe you, you mess around and get lucky. And do you think that really makes them like a, a, I'll a tell legit you what it makes them sound. Team? It makes them watchable. And at that place. It makes them is, exciting in the offseason. Well, yeah, but it also translates to the Diamond. It, that place is going to be empty in, in, in late July. It is going to be a ghost town. It really is. Outside of, you know, parents taking their kids to have a couple of fun days before you go back to school, which is amazing. But, yes, I think an infield of Alonzo McNeil, Lindor, Chapman, young stud behind the dish. Hell, yeah, I believe that that team could win some games. See, absolutely. That team could absolutely. And then with Snell, they, they're they're better than the Phillies. Yeah, I'll give you that. I, I'm, not even, I'm not even sold that that's the case. Oh. And also, it's just not the right way. As much as that would excite me, and I don't even like. Doesn't I don't sound love like it would excite you. No, it doesn't because I don't love Bellinger and I don't love Snell necessarily. Chapman, I take, but again, I understand why they're not going to do it. Yep. And also, now you're going away from the plan to to have a sustained, successful team, which is something I've never seen. Which is something the New York Mets in their life have never had. Since they've been born in 1962, they've never had mm. a sustained, successful run. I think the 80s were. Honestly, you got to be fair. Like right, with, from starting what year? I, I, well, 85? No, 84. Like when they got Keith in 83, their final record was horrendous. 84, they were really competitive, didn't have Gary yet. Right. They get, get, get right, Gary in 85, as you know. What was so the record in 84? 90-something, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah. well, right around there. Right Maybe 90 wins, and then 85, obviously, really popping. And then you get Gary Carter, and you win it. And then 87, like, and 80, you still have 88, you lose to the Dodgers. I mean, that's five, six years of legitimate baseball. He had two postseason appearances. No, no, I know, but there was no wild cards. You know what I'm saying? How many? 90 and 84. They did win 90. 98 and 85. I mean, that was it. 86, one of the best ever. It fell off. I mean, 89, they won 87, and then they won 91 again in 1990. The playoff format definitely hurt them. because if it were Same with the Yankees in the 90s. Pardon me, in the 80s. But it is what it is. But at least the Yankees have had sustained success. I got you. You're right. Maybe that's That's the the only period that I can remember, ever. Fine. Understood. But even that... 
ended with only two postseason appearances. So they're trying to build a sustained winner here. And as much as it pains me to say it, as much as it demoralizes me, I think this, this is the right way to go. This guy comes back yeah. and he's with the, one of the scrappiest Met fans I know. Comes in basically with a white Flag. Stick to the plan. BT and Sal Ugh. on the fan. Our friends at Town Fair Tire remind you that at Town Fair Tire, you always get the guaranteed lowest price on name brand tires. From Connecticut to Maine, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. Tom is in Milford. What's up, Tom? Hey, uh, love you guys. You do a great job. I- I'm a little bit nervous, but I wanted to make a point. I hope it don't sound too cynical, but isn't it possible that Steve Cohen doesn't want a big-time bat behind Pete Alonso this year? Because if he has a monster year like Aaron Judge did on his walk year, that's just going to cost him 30, 40, God knows how much more. Yeah, that is, that is, Tommy, that is, that is overly cynical. I believe that cynicism's got to creep into some conversations. That would be devious because you're trying, at this point, you're subverting or, or, or trying to success to, to, Pre, uh, proactively? I can promise you that's oh, not come the case. On. No way. I don't believe that at all. Steve Cohen would be the no happiest way. guy in the world if Pete Alonso hit 65 home runs yes. this year. I agree with that. And thank you I for do. the call. I mean, come on. He's not rooting against Alonso. <laughs> he's not afraid to pay Alonso. Alonso hits the open market. I don't care if he hits 65 home runs or not. He's not getting Aaron Judge money. No, so, no he's not. And the, the Mets are uh, playing this the right way. And by the way, so was Alonso at this particular point waiting it out. But that has nothing to – Steve Cohen's not looking to save money – He's just not looking to spend money recklessly. If there were a move out there that could put the Mets over the top right now and and they were going to be taxed 110% for every dollar, I think he'd still do it. I just don't believe that Jorge Soler or J.D. Martinez are worth that. But he was going to do it with Yamamoto. But that's a player that's worth it. We think. Yeah. Well, we haven't seen a pitch. Listen, we he's don't probably going to be an absolute beast. I right. got you. And he's younger. Than Snell. That's the point. So he went but, above and beyond for a guy that we, now nobody knows how he's going to be, but based on all measurements. By the way, he may have even exceeded what his baseball advisors. He might have, but I, I listen. And, and the Met offer was right there with the Dodgers, and it, it was impressive. Didn't blow me away, but it was mm-hmm. fair. I mean, I got to be, you know, I got to be fair to Steve. Again, remember it was, though, wasn't overwhelming, but it was solid. It was but, good. It but, was good. But remember, yeah. Teams thought we were talking about somewhere in the twos. For Initially, Yamamoto. yeah, and the blind bidding. It's so, a tricky for like it format. doesn't sound like it's at like even the Yankees were like, oh my god, three. Mm. Like this is ridiculous that we yeah. go three. So yeah. for what a guy got who never threw a pitch in the big leagues, point is yes, he was gonna do it for Yamamoto because he thought that was worth the investment, a young top of the rotation pitcher. Now I'll be a little cynical and I will say, and this I, I believe enough to throw it out there to, you know, knock around a little bit. Yeah, the offer was impressive for Yamamoto, but aside from the fact that they obviously think that he's a stud, mm-hmm. was the motivation or the willingness to cut that big check, you know, fueled by the fact that his Japanese, you know, presence? I think that's a part of well, it. Of course. Yeah. So then I can't be that impressed because if it's just about winning, uh, is it, well, let me take a step. Is it about winning or is it about winning as long as you could additionally monetize the, you know, like I. I yeah, think there were more. There were there were obviously more variables at play here with Yamamoto, and you're not going to get that with Bellinger. You're not going to get that with Blake Snell or Matt Chapman, and and like they could go out there and build a better team. Sure, by adding some of those guys, I don't think BT though it makes that much of a difference. Ray is in Waterbury, Connecticut. What's up, Ray? Hi, guys. Great show as usual. Here's my problem. So, bottom line is he ate the money on Scherzer and Verlander. Mm-hmm. If we knew 
if if we knew he was going to Mm-hmm. And he's worried about the salary tax. Mm-hmm. Then he should have he should have salary dumped Scherzer and Verlander and heck with the prospects. Well, he, he, because now we got to suffer. We got to suffer because he ate the money and, and and now he doesn't want to spend because of the tax. He chose that. No, no, no. It's not. It's not right. It's not that they don't want to spend because of the tax. It's that they don't maybe believe that. A guy like Solero, J.D. Martinez, or Justin Turner are worth that much. That's the and thank you for the call. That's a big difference. I really believe, and they did the right thing by paying Verlander and Scherzer to go away to get the prospects, and and they saved some money in that deal. But it was already a sunk cost. And I guess this stuff is going to reset after this year, right? And there's going to be money that comes off the books. Obviously, yep. you reset if you don't go over a certain amount, whatever it may be. I don't know all these specifics to how the luxury tax threshold works other than what I heard the other night on, on Hot Stove from Martino. And we've heard about it. Like, you get to that level, you're getting taxed a certain amount on every dollar you spend. It's ridiculous. It's not right for a team that he knows, and I'm talking about Steve Cohen, they're not going to win it all anyway. Last year, when he went over the top for Correa, he thought that that was the final piece to put this championship team together coming off a 101-win season. Obviously, he was wrong, and mm. they flopped, and it was a good thing they didn't get Correa. Now he knows, odds are, they're not going to be a championship team. There's really nothing he could do to make it a championship team other than wait to see how some of these prospects pan out. Let me throw it at you a little bit differently here because, you know, I, I said a few times the last week or so, it's come up with different things. Mm-hmm. You know, when you try to fight math, you, it, it's just a futile, you're right. not going to win. It's right. math. It's, you know, irrefutable numbers. Okay, so logically, mathematically, I understand what you're saying here. I do. Emotionally, Okay. Let's go back a couple of years ago, the day that Steve Cohen buys the team. Right. That energy that just pulsates through Mets, the Mets I fans. Did you ever envision yourself being on the air, getting into the weeds of luxury tax implications? Yeah. Uh, level with us. I did not. Exactly. But, but what I will say. And that in itself is wildly disappointing. Understood. But I think it will be different if we saw... Steve Cohen operate like this from the beginning. Really, this year is the aberration. Almost every other year, it's been all in, right? He's he's gone after the biggest and baddest. Mets, the Mets weren't doing that for a long time. You forget how dark it was, B.C., before Cohen took over. And then, as soon as he took over, they made a big trade for Lindor. They extended him. You know, all that stuff. You didn't have to worry about any of that stuff. They've been big players, whether it's Scherz or Verlander, or even in on the top guys like Yamamoto or Otani, had he been willing to come here. So all those moves show big market, big pockets. This is different, and I think he's learned here, and we have to evolve and learn as fans. And it sucks, believe me. I don't want to watch a 70-win team. But we have to accept that this, unfortunately, might be the best way to have sustained success moving forward. BT and Sal on the... How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Yeah, we'll continue with your calls on the other side. Just getting started here. we got a lot to get to, starting with the Mets. 877-337-6666. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. And the ball game's over, and the Giants have won Super Bowl 46. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Tierney Salakata back on the fan. Thanks for holding it down, BT, last couple of days. As you said, I was out uh, dealing with family emergencies, so we're still going through that. Hey, look, sometimes in life things happen. Yeah, yeah. You don't ever want to get those type of calls, but you got to deal with it, and um, it just you know changes everything in an instant, which sucks. So um, I appreciate you holding it down, and I hate to be out the last couple of days, but good to be back here, try to get my mind back and think Missed about you, some man. sports. Yeah, a lot of people were asking for you too. Oh, just yeah. so you know, they yeah. obviously were. Oh no, I'm sure you missed yeah, me. Also ribbing you as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's like you get the uh, house to yourself here. It's nice, right? Yeah, Four spread hours. out a little bit. Yeah. Put those feet up. Then I said, two days enough. I need my boy back. Yeah. Let's go. Sal. I know. I was starting to get itchy. I'm like, all right, yeah, I think I got to yeah. go back to work. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, it, it is fun to get back into things, and this is what sports is supposed to provide, right? An escape from reality. Unfortunately, there's a lot of negative in sports, too. Now, it doesn't compare to the real issues in life. But it'd be nice to sit there and watch a team that you can anticipate could go compete for the World Series, which is something I thought that the Mets would be doing every year since Steve Cohen took over, especially you know year two, three, whatever, and beyond. That's why it sucks. It does hurt. I understand it. I just don't believe that the moves that are out there to be made. By the way, to your point, there are a lot of moves that are out there to be made, whether it's the Yankees or other teams involved, too. So I get the frustration. Mets fans just, I mean, looking for crumbs, and they're not getting anything. Nothing. You know, I've talked. we all have been talking a lot about the Knicks lately, and on Monday when Sal was out, I said that the Knicks are the best-run franchise in the city, and I gave you all the reasons why. You know, and even at the height of their dysfunction and the the messiness, Dolan, and this only compounded it, but I give him credit, he did try. He tried to buy his way out of it. With, you know, exorbitant contracts for the wrong guy, wacky trades, giving up assets, trying to accelerate exiting, you know, such um, right. a, a dark place. Now, in the NBA, there's limits because there's a salary cap. And in baseball, you know, when you have an owner who's worth $15 billion, which, by the way, is more, it's almost double what John Malone owns the Braves. Right? I know that they bought out some early contracts and they paid some of the young players, brought in Olsen, gave Riley money. Uh, gave Acuna $100 million uh, early, a couple of years back. So they have a different philosophy. 
But Malone is the third wealthiest owner in baseball at mm. 7.8, and Cohen is number two. The Rodgers communication is like in the 20s, actually more than Cohen. But the point is, Dolan can only do so much to buy themselves out of, to buy them their way out of the mess. I was always under the impression that you could juggle it in baseball, and I thought that Cohen would, where you could let Stearns fortify the system and organically build the team, and I want to be clear about this, the way it needs to be built. I do understand what Stearns is doing, and I actually commend him for doing that. But I also think there's a similar side that you can straddle and bring it to Chapman, bring it to Blake, and still, you know, win now and win tomorrow. Yeah, frustrating that there are moves out there and they're not going to do it, and I just have resigned myself to understand. Because I've seen it the other way with Cohen, and it hasn't worked. And I've seen it the other way at times throughout the course of my life, even if it's not just what the what the Mets in particular, other teams that go out there and spend a lot, it doesn't always add up to winning. I have not seen the Mets properly rebuild while trying to field a competitive team, but properly rebuild. Now there are no guarantees there. Yeah, that's guarantee- the other thing. You Look, might be waiting forever. Uh, uh, you don't I'll know. I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'll tell you this. If Jet Williams or Gilbert or Acuna Jr., if these guys don't turn out to be impactful players. I am going to flip out on everybody because now you're talking about wasted years. So they better, when you do this, BT, and I'm understanding, when you do this, though, you better get it right. I don't want to hear any excuses whatsoever next year. I'll give you a pass now. I don't want to hear anything. I want to see these guys come up, and I want to see impactful players right out of the gate. Not Mark Vientos with his 200 average, who can't run, who can't throw, who can't catch. I want to see impact, well-rounded baseball players. I'll sacrifice now, Mm. but it better be worth it. And I'm talking about not just that next year. I'm talking about then going out there and flexing your financial muscle on top of it. This year's a pass. Mm. Next year is all in or bust. That's... I'll come for that crown and smash it. <laughs> I've had it. I'm not in the mood. Well, smash it over his head? Wherever. <laughs> no, I would never. No, you would Not physical harm. No, but, no of course not. Yeah. I saw yesterday that. Um, <laughs> I need to get that out. That's uh, good. Yeah. Good. Uh, but cathartic. I am you feel a little bit better yeah, now. I, feel nice. a little better. I am understanding. Uh, okay. So if I said, so, I, I saw this yesterday, and I know you're obviously busy with more important stuff. Yeah. So I don't think you saw it, but I'll give you a little quiz here. Um, based on the youth movement or the the insurgence of, of players, prospects they bought, some they've developed, okay. How many, and I don't really look at ESPN for baseball at all, quite frankly, mm-hmm. so this list is fairly immaterial in my mind. I mean, their baseball coverage is whatever. They have games on, that's about it. But how many do you think, because they just released their their list of top 100 players. Yeah, the How prospects? many Mets? So I saw this, I think there's four? Six. Okay, in the top 100. Top 100, yeah, the ESPN's prob- list. The problem is the, the Mets' number one guy, who I think it is, Williams, yeah. is like... 30, was it 37? Was, was I right about yeah, that? I thought it was 40-something. Yeah, I'm you like, got to see somebody like four, you got to see somebody 12. Ah. Oh, no, My but they got, they, they got four in the top, or six in the top 100. Yeah. I want one in the top ten. It's like having, you know, four third-round picks. Yeah, but I want a, a top five pick so I can get the quarterback or the left I, tackle. I, I do like some of what I hear about some of these young guys, but uh, I got you. Yeah. you. You don't know. You don't know at all. Santiago is calling from Kearney, New Jersey. What's up, Santiago? Hey, BT. Thank you for taking my call. BT, um, I follow you every day. You and Sal, you great, great bro. But I'm with Sal with you. Okay. There's nobody out there. That the match could sign that make a difference. Now, if the match, if, if you're saying the match is a 70 win team, 
keep that over because I firmly believe Marte is going to have a better year. Okay. They're going to have the closer. They're going to have the closer. And they have a good, uh, about five good players that could any, in any minute can change anything. Now, if, yeah, hold on one second, though, pal. Though, San Diego, hold on one second. But first, I never said 70. I said more mid-70s, just to be fair. And they had those five good players last year as well, minus Marte. And they did nothing. No, last year, yeah, last year, they, none of them had a good year. You, okay. We can all know. But like, if you know about baseball, they, they didn't Well, the door was pretty good. But now, look at the embarrassment of the Dodgers in the playoffs. And the, and the Braves, too. Everybody say, oh, the Braves is a World Series. Nah. The game has to be played, uh, You. I mean, if you look at the uh, baseball, it's, it's, it's a funny game. Sometimes you don't give a, a team a chance, and they make it. That's a, that's how it is. Well, well, I that's why I, I understand that, Santiago, and thank you for the call. That's why, and that's the only reason why, I think the Mets have a chance just because things happen. It's not like they have the worst team ever assembled. I don't think this is going to be a you know 60-something wins team or even a low 70. I think they'll win high 70s, 80s. The problem is, and we went over this BT when we were looking at whether it's the Mets, Yankees, whoever. The way you want to judge it going in is if everything goes right, and we know it doesn't always go right, but if everything goes right, where does this team max out? And to use the Yankees as an example, if everything goes right... World Series team. Yeah. And that's and not everything's going to go right, but if it does, but, but World Series say, team. Let's say everything goes well. Rodon, easily they went over 100 Volpe games. Volpe right. Soto healthy, Judge healthy, right. blah, blah, blah. Yep, 100. See, the sky is the limit. Yes. If everything goes right. Yes. And even if it doesn't, then you're lesser a little bit, but still. If everything goes right for this current Mets team, mm-hmm. what are we looking at? Low 80s. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, but if you add Chapman and Blake 80s. Snell, now you're in the 90s. Uh, yeah, but then still everything goes right, which you know it doesn't. Like, I really believe this team right now, well, they'll have a, a, a I don't want to say a lot go right because who the hell knows, but they'll exceed expectations. Now, to what extent? Maybe the little engine that could, Steve Cohen, billionaire Mets. Yeah, could win. Here come those underdog Mets with yeah. the second most affluent owner in baseball, yeah. the little underdog. You know what? It just hit me now, BT. Instead of, instead of King Cohen. He's got to go Conductor Cohen. Oh, there we go. All aboard. Third place finish. Like, if they win 85 games and get in, to me, that's like, wow, wouldn't it? That would be a fun season. Yeah. And then that would really reward their... Their vision. I mean, listen, 85, I don't know if you get the last wild card. Depends on the year. Last year, you would have. Oh, uh, conductor, oh, boy. <laughs> you got the crown. I got a little Oshkosh, uh, uh, you know, hat that my son wore when he was like nine months old. I put it on yeah. top of my I'm going to have that in my bag. Anytime you, anytime you say King Cohen, I'm going to just put it on. But I think that there is a way, really, I mean this, for the Mets to be in it until the final week or so of the season to be right there for the wall. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Card, but not with this roster. It's just, I don't see it. And I'd be okay with that if there were no moves out there that could, 
you know, help propel them to the place that you and all the great Met fans want to go. They're just choosing to ignore them, which I think is awful. Brandon Tierney, Salicata on the fan. More your calls on the other side. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Brandon Tierney, Salicata back on the fan. Continuing with your calls, 877-337-6666. Talking about Steve Cohen. And where the Mets are at right now. And I do like the thought, BT, that you said before about the Knicks because well, the, the difference is obviously the salary cap. But the difference is a lot of Knicks fans wanted Leon Rose to do exactly what he did as far as stripping it down, be disciplined, stop spending money with bad contracts, stop trading picks, stockpile the assets. Knicks fans were on board with that plan. And it's different. Where I think the majority of Mets fans... And I know a part of me, even though I, I'm trying to think logically and understand here, Mets fans just want to go for it. Pedal to the metal. Yeah. You get the richest owner in the sport. There is no salary cap. Draft picks, be damned. You know, these prospects, be damned. Just go build a freaking winning team. But I, but with the Knicks, fans wanted that. I do think there's opposition with the Mets where most fans want to see Steve Cohen spend more. I think most Mets fans are pissed off. Yeah. And if they're not, I'm, I'm very surprised. I mean, if I had to throw a number on it, I would say 80%. Are maybe angry, strong, but but slightly turned off as a as a floor for emotion uh, at the off season and the seeming pivot here. Though I do think eventually it will change. I'm talking about this year and the difference with the NBA. That's the only way that you can do it, unless you draft first overall and you get a Shaq or you get mm. you know you stumble upon a Kobe off a trade, which was amazing. I guess you don't stumble into a trade, but you know what I mean. Right, right. Or you get, you know, somebody like Ewing who at least vaults you into contention forever. David Robinson, Tim Duncan. That's different. Matthew Johnson back in the day. I think that in the NBA, that's the only roadmap to success unless you get one of those guys, right? In baseball, you could just buy out mistakes. And I think the anticipation was that Steve Cohen would do that. Hell, I've been saying for a year, for a year, for, for a year, Yankees, buy out the Stanton right. mistake. It's not going to help you this year. The not, Mets for have, long, not for the long run. The Mets have done that, though. I think this is a um, – if this were Steve Cohen's M.O., we'd be all yelling and screaming, being like, what the hell are you doing? However, he's tried it one way repeatedly, yeah, and it just hasn't worked. Even though they won 101 games, you know, you said it yourself. You thought that that was the aberration. I still think that the team was legit and can be better this year, but ultimately it did prove to be – an aberration. They're going to need to figure out a way to build a sustained winner. And the only way, it's not like they're not spending a lot of money. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate that the money they've already spent is dead money. I get that. I, I do. I get it. And I certainly respect it. But my contention is they can spend more and really alter the prospects of the season. And that's, that is the problem that going into the season, you know, Mets fans don't have a lot of hope. Joel is calling from West Palm, Florida. What's up, Joel? Hey, good morning, guys. How are you, Joel? Um, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I, so I've been a Mets fan for, I hate to say this, since the early 1970s. Right? My first recollection was Willie Mays being traded to the Mets. Um, this is the first time in all my life that I'm thankful I'm not living close to Flushing anymore. It can't, it can't I, be the I, first I, time. I, How can it be the first time? There have been a lot worse years and a lot worse, you know, um, 
prospects going into the situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Because you expect, I expected more from this management, from this owner. That's the point. That's the point. And he gave up last year. He bought some prospects, which is all well and good. But he didn't do anything to bring fans in this year. I, I they'll be Brandon. I never agree with you when it comes to the Mets, hmm. especially baseball. Yeah, and, the Mets are baseball. Yeah, I got you. They the Mets are going to be irrelevant by May. No, nobody's irrelevant by May. That's ridiculous. I'm saying July. Late July. Oh, man. May, jeez. I'm not even saying that. And I do think that there is going to be an opportunity where what it is right now will not be what it is post-trade deadline if the Mets build a team that is somewhat competitive. Hover around 500 by the trade deadline. Hover around a wild card spot five, six games back, worst you hope. And they will make moves to try to make the team a little bit better to get in the postseason. What's more likely in your opinion? The Mets scratch out a playoff spot Mm -hmm. or they really struggle and they trade Pete midseason or at some point during the season. Boy, that's a great question. I don't think they're going to trade Pete in season. It would take a lot for that to be the case. God, that's going to be the whole next saga. It's really what this year is going to be about. It's not going away. Yeah, unless they win and exceed all expectations right out of the gate, the Alonzo stuff is going to be front and center throughout the entire year, throughout the offseason. It already has been, obviously, and with good reason. That's a whole other story, the Mets' core and all that, and we could get into that. We have plenty of time here as we approach pitchers and catchers reporting in a couple of weeks, but the, the thought going into the year is disappointing, especially where the expectations were the last several years, going in with lowered expectations. That's not fun for anybody. Carmen is in West Babylon. What's up, Carmine? Hey, guys. Good morning. Carmine. What's happening, Uh, buddy? What's up, BT? What's going on, man? Oh, good. So, you know, I turn to you to be the voice of the Mets. And, BT, I do like how – I know you're a Yankee fan, but I do appreciate your Met candor because you pretty are spot on most of the time. But, so, what happened? You sound like you've been neutered, man. You are sounding like a Steve Cohen apologist right now. I understand he's not going to go into like a spending spree like the Wild Wild West he did a couple of years ago, but if there's no players to be had, how about a smart trade? How about bringing in a clubhouse guy that's going to turn on turn in this team into a, a, a tough stand-up-for-your-players kind of team? This team still does not have a guy in the clubhouse that's going to lead this. And that was the problem with the 101-win season. Agreed. And the two seasons after that, this team does not have anyone who's going to light a fire under their butts to get this team going. They need that. I agree. All but the, all the, all the, he, you know, all the yeah, go ahead. It's got, it's got to change. It's got to change because right now, this team does not have anyone standing up for each other. That's why I feel like they have not been successful. Right. They don't have anyone that's going to really. Drive, but but how are they going to fix that? How are they going to fix? How would they? I agree with you, and thank you for the call, Carmine. Yeah, you've said that for a while. Yeah, I mean, I said that last year was the biggest. They're soft. They have the a sackometer is, yeah, they, they is got low. The core major issues there. So I agree with you. However, I don't think the answer is there now. I don't think it's something BT that can be fixed right now. It's that big of an issue. Like Solaire's not going to fix that, and that's what I'm talking about as far as the Mets not. Spending this offseason, even if you got Chapman and Snell and Bellinger, I still think they have a a major problem. And I don't think those guys are going to fix it. So to me, it's unfortunately they have put themselves in a spot where it is about the development of the younger guys. They have to come up and kind of take over that core role. 
see what happens, how the Mets play it out with Alonzo and all that stuff and what other moves they can make. But for now, I don't think this team is fixable. That's a big issue. I mean, that's a big statement. Though, you don't think the team is fixable. Right now. Because even you said, like, what's the thing you could do right now to fix it? Okay, we'll go get Blake Snell, Chapman, and Cody Ballinger. A combination of maybe two of those three, yeah. And I still don't think that they're good enough. But didn't you say even without any moves that you thought they can mess around and hang around for the wild card a week or two ago? Yes, You add two of those three guys, you don't think you're a wild card team? I do, but even then, like, there's a different conversation of could they get to the wild card and should they be taken seriously as a real team? Yeah. I think bad teams get into the wild card now with the expanded postseason. So in my mind, saying that the Mets could overexceed expectations and compete for a lowly last wild card. I got you. I got that, you. That's really not saying much. But it's still saying more than, okay, even though they would never come out and say this overtly, but every Mets fan feels it, this season's going to suck. I got it. It's not, you know, the, the mm. ceiling, it's not the penthouse, but it's better than living on the street, and that's that's kind of like, I think the Mets are almost homeless right now amongst their place in baseball. Like, they're just, eh, I don't know. I want to go back to what you said before. You said it's unfixable. Is that, I think that's the right word. Now. Right now it's unfixable. Yeah. Okay, so this ties into why I've dug so deeply into my Pete Alonso stance, and I get it. The vitriol that comes toward me, and I respect it because you're sticking up for your guy, and that's fine, you know? I really understand it, but this is why. Because what Sal just said, he's right. It's not fixable right now. So you don't want to hear about timelines when you lose Lee Mazzilli or you lose Tom Seaver before them, or you lose Doc and Darrell, or you lose Jose Reyes, or you possibly lose Pete Alonso. Timelines don't matter as fans. I, I th- That's why I'm here, partly. The timeline is whacked. It's all out of whack, and it's not going to fix itself. So what Sal said is it's not fixable now, and my partner's right, which is why I would trade Pete get a boatload of assets, and by the time it is fixed, guess what? You guys are going to be happy. Which is why I believe, I don't know this for a fact, but based off of their actions, based off of everything that we've heard and seen since, I believe deep down that that's why he was available last year. Mm -hmm. That they knew it, that they knew they had bigger problems, and they knew there wasn't an immediate way out of it. Like, this was their team... And the only way out of it, may, or to maybe expedite the process, was to get a significant haul back for Alonzo. Now, obviously, nobody had the appetite to be able to deal for Pete Alonzo because not, they're not giving him away. I mean, he's a, a tremendous home run hitter. The no best question. In the league since he's been in the league in, in 2019. But that is one way to change the core mm-hmm. and expedite the process. Yep. Now it might be too late because there's you're not going to get that return. And they're not going to do it anyway because they saw the blowback. It was it was thrown out there. They saw the blowback. By the way, we took the brunt of yeah, that blowback. Yes, yeah. yes. But it doesn't mean yes. that. I mean, doesn't we didn't mean try we to trade were wrong. And fans don't want to hear it. And I understand that. No, I know. But there's there's an issue going on there that, like Steve Cohen's not stupid. You could be frustrated and upset and say, "Well, he's a billionaire owner. We thought we were going to get more." Think, do the math. Use common sense. Think about it and look at what has transpired here since he's taken over. Has he been reluctant to spend ever in his ownership? No. Okay, so then it it shouldn't be about money, Mm -hmm. right? This is not about money. And he's done everything he could 
in what he thought was the right way to build a team. He's also learning. He's also working with different people because of different circumstances. Like, you have to. It sucks, but you have to, unfortunately, trust right now Cohen and Stearns that they know what they're doing and that this is the best way for the Mets to operate beyond this year. This year might be painful, but this is the best way to operate. Bob is calling from Lindenhurst. What's up, Bob? Yo, Sal, I got a, I got a thing with you. 45 minutes ago, you actually came on the air and said you understand and accept. Mm-hmm. Really? Two weeks ago, I could still hear you screaming at the top of your lungs, we got to do something. Do something, anything. Just get somebody. <laughs> two weeks ago, now you're accepting and understanding. I, I, I don't, don't understand you. I don't have a choice. I, I don't I, get it. They're, they're, they're not. You, you do have a choice. You, you, are you afraid to make a yell at Steve Cohen and call him out for what he is? You know what the difference is? Do you think? Let me ask you something. Hold on a second. Let me ask you something. Do you think I'm afraid? I don't know. No, you never you know do. the answer to that. You know the answer. What do you mean I never do? Come on, Sal. You, I know. you, you yell at Steve Cohen? Of course I would if he if I thought he did something wrong. I do not believe he's doing anything wrong he's right now. He's doing something wrong. What is it? What he's do- doing something wrong. The only thing difference between him and the Wilpons is the Wilpons would have shut us up with some big trades. We're a big, big uh, signing. What? I, I, so, yeah. all right, so tell the me Wilpons, what you want. Every year they shut us up. Yeah. Every year they shut us up with getting someone big and, and, and a big name. It never worked out, but they always did something. Nope. He's doing nothing. When did the Mets bring in a big name from 2009 to 2015? And maybe even know. beyond. Really Do we count Cespedes or not? Cespedes. That's Cespedes. it. Cespedes. Cespedes will be it. Mid-2015. B.C., before Cespedes. Right. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, I don't remember, but I'm just I'm just saying you got to call him out. Don't be afraid. For, stop giving him nicknames. Bob, You're not Bob, 14 years old. Bob, trust me. Stop with the King Cohen and the Uncle Stevie crap. I don't. The guy's he's not doing anything for us. Bob, I'm buying Bob, soon. Bob. I want a team this year. Bob, this year. Bob, who, I want a team. Who spent the most money last year in, in baseball? I don't care. I didn't go to no World Series. I'm sorry. Bob, stupid <laughs> that you can't comprehend what he's doing. What has he done? What has he done? And then I say, who spent the most money last year? I don't care. Give me a World Series. Well, he's trying, you idiot. He's trying. He spent the most money last year. It didn't work. He realized that's not the best way to do it. So he's going about it differently now. Why can't you understand that? That's where I'm at with this whole thing. I know where you're at. Let me let me get Bob's yeah. back for a second here. I think that Bob, if Bob was to, you know, when when Bob calms down, whatever that is today. And by mm-hmm. the way, I love the passion. It's a little yeah, misguided. It's a little inaccurate. But Bob, that passion is awesome. Well, it's, and, just, it's just not smart. But anyway, but yeah. I, but I do believe that it's it's representative of a big chunk of Met fans Understood. right now. And you know he's airing it out, and and I, again when when you get wrapped up in the emotions, you you do forget that Steve has spent as much as anybody, and he's he's gone for it, and now it's a recalibration. But that doesn't take away the real disappointment because now it's real. When we were sitting here, Yamamoto, December, eh, it's not even Christmas yet. Yeah, it's January, right. still early. It's February. And in two weeks, they're going to be down to Port St. Lucie doing a little PFP, jogging their poles, doing their sit-ups in the outfield, doing their long toss, and this team ain't it. And the fans know it because they're great baseball fans. And while I think they, a, a big part of their brain understands what's happening with what he did versus the pivot, ver- mm-hmm. 
they don't care right now because they think they're staring at an empty baseball season, and I agree with them. Well, well, guess what? They are, and Steve Cohen and knows pissed. it. Steve Cohen knows it, too. Yeah, they're pissed, but the reality is, do you think, if I ask you the question, you could represent the fan base who's against Steve Cohen. Mm-hmm. Do you think Steve Cohen wants to build a winner? Yes. Okay. So don't you think that Steve Cohen is doing what he believes is in the best interest of of building this team into a winner long-term? There's a nuanced answer there. There really is. I absolutely believe that it is Steve's mission to, or his dream and and, and, and mission, I'll, I'll stick with mission, to bring a championship to the Mets. I, I do believe that, honestly. No joke. No, like, is that, that, anything, that is a statement. Right, I believe right. him. But I did think he would go a little deeper in the pool to follow through on that mission. This year? Yes. Okay. But what if I just said it's one year where he's taking well, a step back? If that's because the case, no, no, that's true. If that's the case and he gets Soto for 600 and he does, well, then we'll sit here. We'll remember this conversation and I'll say, you know what, Sal? As painful as 2024 was, now obviously we're and, in 2025. I'll say, you know, it was a prudent plan. It was painful in the moment. But look where you guys are and it's working. Could you question his, you know, his plan of attack since he's been here the prior years to this one? You can from question a spending some of the players or for spending. Uh, well, from no, him, from not, him, not from a spending right, point of view. I can't. Doing, no, I can't. F- right. So I you, can't. No, I'm not going to be unfair to this. It's, it's not even just about spending. From him doing whatever he thought he needed yeah. to do. Yep. I mean, you heard his words when they closed the Correa deal before yep. it fell apart. I, I, I think he tweeted. I, this I, is the I final, understand. We thought yep. this is the final missing, piece. Missing, like, missing piece. piece, whatever it is. Just get it. And I know you do, but it's February 1, and the Met fans sitting there saying, my team's not good, and they're not having it. And I get it. Yeah. All right, BT and Sal on the fan. We'll continue the conversation on the other side. 877-337-6666. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.